George FC is ready for their upcoming match. Simply stunning stuff. Let's get you up to date with Anthony Urcioli and Match Day Preview on the Forge Audio Network. Hello, Forge fans. Match Day Preview. I'm Anthony Urcioli. This is the Forge Audio Network. Wherever and however you may be watching and or listening, it will be the start of three home matches in nine days to finish the season for Forge FC. It all starts on Saturday at 5 o'clock. Forge and York United. Forge, four points out of first place with a match in hand on Ottawa. So Forge, by the way, with a win, can clinch a playoff spot, but we know they have even bigger aspirations beyond that. Um, Forge still with a shot at the top of the table, but they will have to win, likely have to win against York in order to uh, fulfill that goal. York, by the way, officially eliminated from playoff contention. But if you're thinking York has nothing to play for, you may want to reevaluate the Canadian Premier League, because there is never a match in which a player has nothing to play for. Um, these are players playing for their livelihood, for their careers, playing for next season, playing for maybe they have aspirations beyond the Canadian Premier League. And they're out there, you never know who's watching, right? They, they, they know that anyone could be watching at any time, and they want to make sure they play their best. So York is going to be perhaps even more dangerous now that they don't have to worry about the playoffs. That pressure's off. Now they're playing for pride and for themselves. And they love beating Forge, especially at Tim Hortons Field. And that's what they did last time. These two clubs met in Hamilton. York came out on top. Forge, after the match, uh, head coach and technical director Bobby Smirniotis said it was one of the worst matches in Forge's history as a franchise. So you know they'll look to rectify that. Part of the issues, and Bobby reiterated those issues this week in his pre-match media conference, uh, he said that after Forge gave up a second goal to York, he just felt like they stopped playing. And that's not very Forge-like. He wants more energy. He wants more tempo. It would be shocking if Forge played the same way they did last time against York. It's just not this club's MO. So you're, we're looking and we're expecting a better performance from um, from Forge FC. Now, in order for Forge to get there, they're going to start... They're going to need to start scoring a lot more uh, because there, there's been a bit of a power outage after Forge looked just unbeatable to the point where they were averaging three points a match at, at one point through a stretch of the season in the middle there. Uh, it hasn't... The goals haven't been there. They've lacked that that final touch. It's almost like there's been an extra touch or two that were unnecessary. Just that clinical finishing that Forge has uh, enjoyed for most of this season and for years now. It just hasn't quite been there consistently. Wubens Pasias, Forge striker, um, a coming out party for him this season. Still among the league leaders in goals scored. Still chasing that scoring title. Uh, he does have some ground to make up. But Pasias spoke pre-match in his media conference, and I thought there were some interesting answers here. Um, I asked him about his performance this year, which even he would admit could be a little more consistent, but here's Wubens, a young player, really his first full pro season, and here's what he had to say in terms of his development and the season he's had. Yeah, uh, I mean, this year, it was uh, a long season, if I can say this. 
with ups and downs, but uh, I feel like it's uh, the part of uh, the process to be able to have these seasons when uh, where you can um, learn about yourself, learn the game, um, especially me with uh, my my injuries with my my knees the last few years to be able to complete a, a full year. Uh, yeah, of course, I'm, I'm happy with, with this season. Of course, I, I think I could have done more, but um, I don't want to be too rough with myself. I think uh, I did some good stuff and I just want to keep going that way. Yeah, I just thought that was a really great answer from Wubens Pasias. For, for a young player, it's very self-aware, very honest, and uh, very accountable. And I thought that was really impressive. I think that's what you want to hear from, from your young star. So that's Wubens Pasias. Um, other guys looking to, to contribute as well. Now, we are going to check in with KenPL.ca's Mitchell Tierney and get a more in-depth preview and get maybe more of a York perspective on this match so why don't we bring Mitchell in now here, here here we go okay Mitchell we are at a point in the season now where you're either playing for playoff positioning or you're completely out of it and with York and Forge you have both scenarios Forge still chasing down top spot York outside of the playoff picture and I've been kind of debating in my own head about whether they're more dangerous or going to be easier to play against considering um, just the situation at hand here. What kind of York team do you think we'll see at Tim Hortons Field on Saturday? Yeah, I think we're still going to see a, a very good York United side. Obviously, like you said, uh, Tuesday's win for Pacific eliminated them from playoff contention, so they're not playing for that anymore. But with that being said, I think we've almost seen uh, over the last little bit between FC Edmonton, Halifax, York themselves, you know, once the pressure goes off some of these sides, they're able to play a little more freely. freely. They're not as worried about uh, the the points as obviously the top sides, Cavalry, Forge, uh, Pacific Valor, um, and Ottawa have been over the last little bit. So I think we'll see a side that, you know, is really coming into to Tim Hortons field to prove that they are a new side. And obviously we saw that the last time they were there. And I think that, you know, I think we'll see a similar York United side this time. It's just whether Forge can, you know, be better prepared and better uh, respond to the threats that York bring. Yeah, and also, you know, the way just the nature of the league is you're never really not playing for anything. I mean, these players are playing for their livelihoods, their careers. They never know who's watching, if they have aspirations beyond the Canadian Premier League. So in that sense, I mean, there's never going to be a team that has nothing to play for because individually, I mean, there's a lot at stake for these guys. It's a great point. I mean, if you want to look at one story in particular, Osase Di Rosario is a player who's looking for that uh, Canadian Premier League golden boot. I think he's at 11 right now, so two behind uh, the departed Alejandro Diaz of Pacific, who has the lead right now at 13, um, and a player who, in theory, could also you know match or break the league's goal record of 14 in a season. Obviously, he'd need to have quite a quite a great last two games to to do that but obviously that you know that's something that's on his radar so there's just one example of a player who has kind of an external motivation to to the table coming into this match and you know there there's always a few of those as you mentioned so i mean what is it about york is it as simple as you know mo Babuli shows up and all of a sudden you know there's a different scoring element there or, or have they been building to this throughout the year to being just because early on, even they were playing well, but the goals weren't quite there. Is Mobabuli kind of that X factor that they've added? 
I think certainly. I mean, um, look, they have been building towards it. Some of the other guys coming in, Ronan Kratt, certainly. Um, even if even Paris G finally having a you know natural left back for the first time since Didi Nabzi left uh, has been incredibly important for them. But I do think having Moba Bully, I mean, they've had that quality all year. They've had those players at the base of midfield who are able to defend well and, and progress the ball well up the field. They've had very good defenders, probably one of the better back lines, honestly, in the, in the entire league all season and good goalkeeping as well. But, you know, in that final third, they maybe haven't had enough creativity. And with Babuli, all of a sudden, you know, you have to you have to cover him. You have to be careful on him. And that means every other player on the field has that little bit more time. And they do have those danger men who um, have shown throughout the season at different moments that they can step up and step in, in big situations, but not consistently enough to, to, you know, warrant, uh, warrant the full attention of other teams. So Babuli is that player, you know, it is in, in this league that one player can make such a big difference. And Babuli has certainly been that player for York United. Mm -hmm. Forge fans know, know all too well. Um, that last match, uh, I touched on it earlier between York and Forge. I noticed that when York, when the final whistle went and, and York secured the three points, it, this is a club that really enjoys beating Forge and they especially want to beat them at Tim Horton's field. Do you get that sense too, that if they could play spoiler and just, you know, kind of put a wedge in what Forge's goals are, that they'll, they'll be happy to do so? Oh, definitely. I think, yeah, I think this has been a, a rivalry that has taken a step forward this season um, in terms of the quality of the matches we've seen in terms of now, you know, the fact that we have a player who obviously used to play for Forge is now playing for York. I think that always adds a little bit of an element uh, into things. So, yeah, I definitely think that York is is super keen to play spoiler in this match and would love to come into Tim Hortons field and, you know, make Forge a little bit more uncomfortable in those uh, playoff positions. How's Ottawa feeling now? I mean, they're, they've been in top spot for, you know, in a league where we've seen that top spot flip almost week to week. Ottawa's been, you know, the team now for, for several weeks. I, I, are, I, I mean, I don't, I, there's something about Ottawa and forgive me, um, Ottawa fans, but they're still, I don't know that they are the best team in the league, despite where they are in the standings. Do you get the feeling that this is a club that actually believes that they are the top team in the league? I think so. And I think they do have reason to believe that. Um, I, I think you're right in the sense that I think Forge, Cavalry, maybe even Pacific have higher highs than we've seen from Atletico Ottawa this season. If you want to talk about CONCACAF League Pacific, some of the performances they right. put in there, Forge when they were at their very best during the summer and Cavalry, same thing when they were on those, those long winning streaks. I think that um, the the capability and the talent that they showed during those matches is probably higher than anything we've seen from Atletico Ottawa this season. But there hasn't been the same question marks with Ottawa that there's been with all those other sides. You know, Forge has gone times without scoring. Cavalry's had defensive troubles and, and same thing. The goals have dried up and, you know, Pacific's had some really rough stretches as well. Um, Valor as well, if you want to throw them into the mix because they're not officially out of it, of course. Um, same thing. They've had some some really tough moments as well. Whereas Atletico Ottawa, I think the only thing you can point to is a couple of really odd results like the 3-0 loss to Forge, evidently, or the 6-1 loss to Valor. Uh, but those have been very few and far between. Otherwise, they've been incredibly consistent. And I think that going into the playoffs with all these other top teams who one week they look great, the next week they don't look so great. Um, Atletico Auto is at least decent every week, and that should give them, uh, you know, some some confidence going into these playoffs because that, that's obviously, you know, on any given day they're going to show up, I think. 
Um, I want to ask you before I let you go about the the new awards. So we went from five to to seven. We now have a defender of the year and a players player of the year. Do you, I mean was there? I mean, I guess we defender of the year. There probably was a need for that award as well. Do you feel like now we kind of have a complete picture here of awards and enough kind of players getting their their due? Yeah, I think so. I also like the fact that obviously the coach of the year will be voted on by the other coaches. I think that's a that's a good little touch that uh, you know will allow the them to reflect best on their their peers and maybe um, you know being in similar positions, kind of understand the the rigors that the different coaches will have gone through, so that they can uh, best assess that. So I, I do like uh, that little wrinkle. But yeah, I do. I mean, the awards first and foremost are beautiful. Um, uh, I think yeah, I'm gonna. I just I'm interrupting you just mm-hmm. just so I can remind people that if you haven't yet, go online and look at these awards. I mean, and not only that, but read the story behind the awards, why they look the way they do. I, that that to me is the best part i think it's the full picture of the awards you need to see and kind of get the whole story there but anyways yeah sorry go ahead no absolutely i think that that is more than fair and obviously i would rank them up there with uh, the best individual awards in terms of sports leagues around the world in terms of yeah just everything about them but yeah i do think now um more complete picture and obviously you know there are so many good players in this league i think that's something that has certainly been proven this year time and time again so uh, the more of them that can be recognized for for their abilities in in different ways, and obviously, I, I always love peer awarded things because I think that you know, honestly, sometimes the best people who can uh, evaluate you are the people doing the exact same thing as you. So uh, another players player um, of the year award, I think, is a, is a great addition. Yeah, I do wonder though, is there? there's kind of the inner politics sometimes, right? Like I, we don't know how players feel about certain players and, and maybe coaches too. And I don't know how much that goes into it. Um, do you have any early favorites for some of these awards? Like maybe defender of the year? Ooh, defender of the year is a really tough one. Cause I think we've seen uh, yeah. a lot of good, <laughs> I mean, he'll, he'll hate me for saying it, but Alex Ashton, Johnson and forge has to be up there. Wouldn't that be funny? Uh, I think he'll, I think he'll refuse the award if he gets it to be <laughs> honest, just cause he doesn't want to be categorized as a defender, but he's a uh, midfielder. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I think Karifa Yao out in Cavalry has been excellent this season. Uh, Diego Espejo. I mean, honestly, take your pick of the uh, the Atletico mm-hmm. Ottawa defenders. All of them, I think, could have a show between Becky Espejo, uh, Miguel Acosta as well. Um, so there's a few different players who I think uh, are going to be in this conversation. And that's honestly, of all the awards, that's one of the more interesting ones in terms of um, who will, who might win it. Yeah, and I think what's important, what these awards add to is if you're, you're a fan of the league or... Typically, you're a fan of a team. You know, you're a fan of Forge. It's hard to see all the other teams and all the other players play consistently. So these awards, it's a way to kind of showcase you know, the different players and, you know, maybe get some household names in there after a while. So, yeah, I mean, listen, it, it's it's great. And again, go go to uh, campl.ca and look at the awards, the actual sculptures, and then read up the, the story behind them because it's great. Uh, speaking of great, Mitchell, as always, thank you very much. And enjoy the the matches this weekend. We got some good ones. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's playoff implications in every one of the matches. And the one that doesn't have playoff implications could have regular season title implications. So uh, all to play for this weekend Mm -hmm. in the Canadian Premier League. Now we know Forge FC is always at their best when the fans are, I mean, they show up, they're loud. And they bring that extra little element, that X factor, that 12th man element to Tim Hortons Field and to the club. So... If you haven't yet, this could be a great opportunity 
to check out Forge FC at Tim Hortons Field. Great promotion on right now. You can save on tickets with the value pack. You can get four tickets to the October 1st, that's this match against York, or the October 5th game, a midweek match against Pacific, and a $25 Tim Hortons Field rewards card for $99. Four tickets and $25 to spend at the stadium. That's for these two matches only. You can pick which one. Head on over to ForgeFC.ca to cash in on that deal. Also, speaking of October 5th, that's the match against Pacific. It is um, the women in sports match. Part of that is the Spark Summit. It will be a coming together of uh, professionals, women working in the sports business. There'll be a panel. It'll be hosted by Jacqueline Dory of CBC Sports. Um, And it's just a great opportunity to network, meet your peers, and to get a lot of insight into work as a woman in the sports world. Tickets are available now, forgefc.ca, for more information. You can also catch my in-depth interview with Jackie Dory on Focus on Forge. That's available now wherever you get your Forge content, via podcast, on YouTube, wherever you get it. It is there now. The time for talk is over. Well, not not for me, because we still have more talking to do. Three keys to the match will be coming out shortly. It's just a figure of speech. The time is now for Forge to take on York. It's coming up Saturday, Tim Hortons Fields. I will be there, and I hope to see you there. Don't forget, Dominic Samuel will also be honored for playing 100 matches with Forge FC. So many reasons to get out. We'll see you there. With Anthony Urcioli on the Forge Audio Network. Subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.